0: Welcome to The Broad Pod, just a couple of broads interviewing inspiring women. I'm Becca. And I'm Jackie. Let's get inspired together. Don't
1: forget to stay tuned at the end of the episode for a special surprise for our guest. And thank you to WKWC for allowing us to use their podcast studio. All right, so Jackie, your kids are supposed to go back to school this week.
0: Yes, Channing goes to preschool. She has one more year of preschool at Meadowland. So So that was supposed to start... Wednesday Wednesday. and what happened was well honestly it just sounds like there's lots of challenges that have arose (laughs) uh, yeah have risen um, but honestly I'm happy to have Channing a few more extra days I I don't want her to leave me (laughs) she'll only go she'll only go half a day but you know I'm gonna save her these next couple of days that I have, picture with her, you know, Just do it
2: because but, once it starts, yeah. we started first grade this year, so yes. we did the whole kindergarten thing last year. Oh my goodness! And I remember thinking, like, we're starting school. Like once this starts, it doesn't stop. Yeah. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, don't talk and about it. That makes me sad. Hey, so, I'm sooner than you. Yeah. That's true. That's you still have time. Stop, stop it. Still have
2: time. Yes. yes like once it starts, it goes, and then you almost live your life in these by summers yes yeah, it yeah. occurred to me like i, I only know. have 17 more summers
0: <laughs> with oh, my oldest you are
2: so right yeah that is it's so hard to it's exciting yes like i told somebody it's so exciting because you love to see their personalities develop and who they're becoming but it's so heartbreaking at the same time too
0: yes I, yeah i feel like it's one of those moments like it's one of those moments that you have with your parents or with your kids like you see them growing up and er- everything, but you see them every day. So you may not notice those like milestones, but that's like one of those milestones that like hits you like a ton of bricks that you oh, literally yeah. are watching in real time yes. where it's like, okay, now they're mm-hmm. gone all day, every day, Monday through Friday. Yeah. So that's, that is one of those tough Facebook
2: memory mm-hmm. popped up today. Cause it was today yes. last year uh-huh. that he started kindergarten. And I was like, oh, my gosh,
1: you look like such a baby. Like, out oh, in one in year. One year I, of, I mean, I'm at that, Yeah, you know, Asher turned six months on Monday, and I just feel like, where did time go? So you're yes. really depressing me. At this yeah, uh, Sorry. But I do feel bad for the Davis <laughs> County school administrators. Same. I have to say sure. this as yes. a school administrator. Agree. Because I know mm-hmm. that, I mean, this is the last thing they wanted to happen. Of course. Right. You know, they yeah. worked their tails off, and people are just tearing them up on social media. I know.
0: You know they know. did not want this to happen. No. It's not like they're like, you know what? I think that we would like to disappoint all of Davis County. I think we'll do something silly. I mean, obviously they are working so hard Mm -hmm. to make sure that all of our kids are safe. All of, you know, they don't want anything happening crazy where a kid gets off at the wrong bus stop or whatever the issue is. But yeah, Mm -hmm. shout out to them and thanks for keeping everybody safe. And also shout out, I know that parents are stressed because they're going to work, you know, and trying to figure out like, well, wait. Now, what What plans do I have mm-hmm. for my students? So I understand, like, everybody's frustrated, but we'll get there. I
1: know. People mm-hmm. just we'll got to give there. each other
0: grace. Seriously, I mean, grace. Anybody,
1: I wish people had the pandemic.
0: I mean, just, <laughs> you, you know, think. like, you would think for the last two years,
1: they would learn to give somebody grace. People are just trying to do their best out there.
0: <laughs> Dang it. And didn't Allison Sanders, That's our true. past guest, say, if you just figure out that everybody is trying to do their best. Yes, just yeah. assume everybody's doing just their best. Assume, and yeah. then... All right. Words of
1: wisdom from yes. Allison Sanders. Okay. Seriously.
0: All right. So we have um a, a wonderful guest that you're you're not, you know, familiar with um, talking to us. So would you like to yeah, introduce I'm, our guest? I'm very excited about my boo. I am too.
1: Um, Aww. so our guest for this episode is the one and only Brooke Arnold. Um, mm. my face is already red.
0: No, no I you feel like saying. I'm going to cry so talking about no, Nobody can Aww. see me. <laughs> Brooke
1: has literally been, and I, I think I've told her this before, but look, Brooke has been a godsend to me. Aww. Um, I met her at church. She came up to my husband and I at a church event and was like, I hear you're trying to adopt. And then it was like, Oh my gosh, he like literally sent me an angel. of like somebody who understands (laughs) it. And then just through that, we've just really become good Mm -hmm. friends. And she's just Mm -hmm. a great mom. She's a great professional. She's been through it the last year professionally. Um, uh, as a boss lady um and so she's also like talented the the girl can sing so anyway i'm just excited for people to get to know brooke um and get to learn from her so i'm excited to get to know her
0: because i don't know much about you so i'm really excited i know i love meeting new people so this is
2: very exciting and i feel like becca you know everybody like every time she knows somewhere (laughs) you know somebody. yes Thank you. <laughs> I'm like so popular. She no, is so, so popular. Well, I think so between just, the two yeah. of you, you've got like all of Owen's Owensboro
1: covered problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what's nice about this podcast, though, is that we both are connected. Jackie and I are both connected in sort of like different, different areas of, yeah. The, yeah. of the community. And so we've been able to introduce each other to like to different people. Really that, cool yeah. people. Yeah. No, it's exciting. And so
2: like we were just talking about like. We all go to the same church, but Jackie and I have never met or seen each other,
1: so just another way to... And you could be a delinquent like me and go to the Saturday night service, Um, and you really don't
0: know who Super delinquent, missing out on parties on Saturday night. Sleeping in on
1: Sundays, that's fine. (laughs) Okay, so Brooke, can you just like tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, where you grew up? Yeah. all just tell us who you are. (laughs) So
2: I grew up in Louisville, Kentucky. Born and raised there, and then I went to University of Kentucky in Lexington for college. Boo. No, do not boo.
1: It's the
0: wow. right color blue. I'm so interested. Right if, I've, I've already blue. stopped you, but, like, Louisville yeah. girl going to UK, oh did you get a lot yeah. of hate? No, my family all, they're okay. UK fans. All right, okay. sorry so to interrupt. It
2: was... Just- it was determined early on that, that was <laughs> I would not you be going to, go. to UofL. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I respect their school, but it was, Absolutely. that was not an option. So yes, um went to UK, and I graduated with my bachelor's in family and consumer sciences, okay. which is kind of like family studies. It took mm-hmm. me four and a half years because I changed my major like four times. Mm-hmm. Couldn't figure out what I wanted, <laughs> wanted to girl. do. Mm-hmm. Um, graduated, though, my senior year, I met my husband, um, that was not my plan. I had planned <laughs> on like moving out west and I was gonna go to Phoenix and just live my life out there mm-hmm. and wanted to go to the big city, but ended up meeting him um, through one of my sorority sisters and roommates. and um yeah, we stayed in Lexington for a little while and then we moved back to Louisville and lived there for ten years. and then we moved here to Owensboro almost five years. We've been here about four and a half years. Nice. Um, so his family's from here. Mm-hmm. And I had only come ever on the weekends, and that's all I knew of Owensboro (laughs) when when I moved here. Um, But we've been married for 14 years, been together 18 years, and we have two boys. Tate is seven, and Sailor is three. Tate will be seven next week. I'll just go ahead and say he's seven.
0: Happy birthday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. the
1: cutest kid. Sailor and I are as one. He's my best friend. Yeah. He he loves loves my phone. He loves Becca. He sees her and he's like, give me your phone.
0: He knows that I'm an easy target.
1: I'm like, whatever you want, you're so cute. It's a bad habit. All
0: right, so Becca's going to hate this question,
2: but what sorority? Oh, I was a Sigma Kappa.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, yeah. God, not
0: very Kappa cool. Delta. Which, oh, yeah. No, no, I'm not anti-kappa
1: <laughs> Delta. I'm just saying it's nice to have some variety. There <laughs> is. Yeah. Our chapter actually like closed a few Aww. years
2: after I graduated. <laughs> Aww,
3: so, man. yeah. it's um, always a bummer to you. It is.
2: But I, it was so, it was really good for me. Like I met some of my mm, very same. best friends doing that and we still are in contact. And None of us live in the same city,
1: but. Yeah. It was awesome. It was actually like the sisterhood that they... It was. Yeah. Yeah. Have y'all... Sorry, just like Uh, sidetracked for just a moment. Yeah. You know, I'm really good at that. So, have do either of you... Have you been watching the Bama sorority recruitment on TikTok? No. Okay, I'm a bad adult. Stop
0: it. That's like right up my alley. I would love uh, it. Oh my gosh. Reality Um, TV-ish. It's the
1: second year of like all those, these women going through recruitment at the University of Alabama, which is, you know, big SEC. Oh my goodness. yeah. They have yes. 18 organizations Good and a thousand girls are going through recruitment. Wow. And every day it's these like PNMs and they're like, this is my OOTD. Oh the bracelet by Kendra Scott. The top no, I got on. No, the bracelet oh yeah. should be Jackie Blue and oh, oh, that's right. right. I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. It <laughs> is like, you like, it's that's like great. pick your character. Like I, there's like two I'm really oh. rooting for and I'm like, I know that girl wants to find you. Girl, I hope. get <laughs> I mean, that don't is get, hilarious. And, but anyway, that's I've, how I fall asleep at I've night. I've got to see this. And there's all these choreographed dances because like oh. the sororities are using TikTok for recruitment, like yes. oh, wow. trying to like outdo each other on there. <laughs> and then the, the women are just like trying to get encouragement from people on TikTok because their their recruitment is like 10 days long. Oh, oh my wow. gosh! And that's I a were long. Like, that's a long recruitment. There was like, yeah, that is. It was like convocation, and there was like four days of open houses. Four. Di- mm, anyway, wow. Hey, it's my sport of choice. On. It's <laughs> the only SEC sport I care about. Is Vama recruitment? I'm just gonna.
0: Put that I love up. it. That is so, it. Yeah. Okay, so wow. Brooke, we want to yeah. know a little bit more about you. So we yeah. have
1: some icebreaker questions. We're gonna ask you.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Jackie, okay. I'll start, you them, start off. them off. Yeah.
0: So, what has been one of the most influential films to you, and why?
2: Okay, so I am not, I I like watching movies, Mm -hmm. I do, but when um, I thought about this, I was like, I'm not, I don't, I can't just off the top of my head think of, like, a movie Mm -hmm. that has been super influential, but growing up, so... I met my very best friend when I was 10 years old. She lived like three doors down from me, and she's super extroverted, came down, asked my mom when we moved in, like, do you have any kids that I can play with? (laughs) My mom's like, here you go, here's my daughter, and we were the same age, and so um, we just celebrated 30 years of friendship. that's Um, so sweet. She's wonderful, but we used to watch movies together all the time, Mm -hmm. and one of the first ones that came to mind when you asked this question, because it made me think of her, was, do you all remember the movie Beaches.
0: Yes, it's one of the
2: saddest movies. Okay, so it is, it is. But that friendship, yes, that just like withstood that test of time and just all the different life circumstances that you Mm -hmm. go through, and that just encapsulates like my my friendship with her. Mm -hmm. Like I know, because even though we've been friends for thirty years, you know, there were some years that we were super close, and other years where we weren't as close. But yes, in a heartbeat. You know, we would do exactly what those two characters would do for each other. Right? Yeah, and so that just makes me think of like my childhood and her, and and then who doesn't love when beneath your wings, like that I song? Know, know. You know, it's just
0: <laughs> I know oh, but it makes you so sad. That it does, about, yeah, that it is, does, that's that's
2: a, but it's like a. I don't it's know. So like good. everybody I'm should have of,
1: like, a. The scene, I know. And I'm like, I can't. Pull it
2: together, Rebecca. Everybody should have a wind beneath their wings, like yeah. a friend. You know. Oh,
0: yes. So
2: That's a good one.
0: That is so.
2: I don't know. So I wish. Good. I wish I had something more. You know than that. But... No. What
0: well, you mean? What's more than that? <laughs> well, when we wonderful. were talking about that movie the other
1: day, cause somebody was like, "I just want to go home and watch a movie that'll make me cry." You know, you just need like that outlet. <laughs> yeah. And I said, "There's mm-hmm. only two choices here: mm-hmm. Steel Magnolias or Beaches. Yeah. So it's either one of those, but they're like really good movies. Or Armageddon." It's true. <laughs> I did see that.
2: <laughs> now that you said it that, it was pouring <laughs> down. It. I started crying. Well, that's like, that daughter good. relationship. And I, that. I don't know. Like oh. I'm like a daddy's girl, big time. <laughs> and so,
1: oh, this is sorry. Kind of, all, right, all right, okay. okay. <laughs> Let's next okay. question. Go, Jackie. Go.
0: <laughs> if you could be me the member of any fictional family, which would it be and why?
2: Okay, so I had to pick two. Um, I. Either are the Pearsons from This Is Us. Like, yeah, I just I love, love their relationship. I think it's <laughs> so phenomenal. But uh-huh. then I also loved the Bravermans on Parenthood.
3: Oh, I've never I seen didn't that. I did Parenthood. No. Wow. She's oh. disappointed so, in tell us. Tell us a little bit. Well,
2: it, in a way, it reminds me of the Pearsons because it follows, like, these adult children in uh-huh. this family. And there's four of them. Mm-hmm. And they're all really close in age and do all the family things and have these big family dinners in this awesome backyard with the string lights. And it was a really good show. Um, just about like doing life with, with your family as adults. And I I have two brothers. I'm right in the middle, but we're really spread out. My older brother's eight years older. My younger brother's six years younger. And so we all get along fine, like as adults, but I kind of wonder like, what would it be like if we were really close in age? Yeah. Like in the same phase of life. In the the same phase of life. Um, but, yeah, I just, I, I love both of those families.
1: I've heard, somebody has told me before that I needed to watch Parenthood. Okay. So you would like I it. Need you need to, to it. need to do that. If yeah. Burke likes it, I'll like it. Oh. <laughs> so. All right. That's the last yeah. question? Okay. All right.
0: If you could only listen to one song on repeat for the rest of your life, what would it be and why?
2: Okay, so, again, I cannot do just one. I, okay. know. Well, I know. I, I love so. music. Love, love, love music. Always have. Um, but the two, when I was thinking about this, is, okay, so there's a song um, by the Lone Bellow. I don't know if you're all familiar with them. Mm-hmm. That, that sounds familiar. That is called Then Came the Morning. Uh, they're kind of like a Americana bluegrass sort okay. of mm-hmm. band. Right. And I discovered that song when we were going through, like, our adoption and infertility process. And it just talks about how, like, eventually comes the morning. And I just love that song because it doesn't matter like what you're going through, even when it's super dark, like the morning is always going to come. Mm-hmm. And the sun is always going to shine at some point. And mm-hmm. so that one just, it almost feels like a, an anthem for, my, for me. I love that. Um, yes. But then the other one is a song by JJ Heller. If you don't know her, she writes all kinds of music. I think she's out of Nashville, but she has one that's called I Get to Be the One. And um, it's about your children like how you get to be the one to raise them oh, and you get beautiful. to be the one to like hold their hand and mm-hmm. be there when they break a bone or whatever mm-hmm. and i it's so oh, i just love that song i like sing it to both of our boys and because i want them to know like it's it's not like i, I have to like right. i get to do this yes and i also try to think about that in life too like things that you go through and experiences that you have that you get to be in those experiences versus feeling like it's a mandatory or mandated thing so if you haven't heard she's got all kinds of like lullabies and really jj heller jj heller yeah we were
0: both writing this down yeah
2: Yeah. she's got got all kinds i mean like she has tons of songs they're they're all beautiful um but yeah, I, I think it was like Pandora or something. I just literally just like stumbled across. Yeah. yeah. I
0: awesome. love that. That's such a good yeah. reminder mm-hmm. to, that you get to be the one. Well, and it's not, you know, all you. three
1: of us have sort of come into motherhood differently mm-hmm. than yes. quote unquote normal. Um, and so. Mm-hmm. I think we can all sort it'll, of it'll resonate that will definitely yes. resonate with us. Yeah. So, I don't know how much you want to share about your adoption journey, but I mean, that's yeah. how you and I became close. She's my I don't I don't remember what the word you used once, but you're my adoption mentor. <laughs> um, because there is the, the yes. adoption journey is um it's just it's different. Um yes. and there's a lot of struggles throughout that and a lot of low times waiting for the morning as you said mm-hmm. um and so it was just so nice for me to have somebody reach out to me who'd gone through that experience who who saw mm-hmm. things from my lens if yes. that makes sense um yeah, so absolutely. you really were an angel to me through all of that i would text her all the time she, she's the one brooke's the one who introduced me to the voice memo text Ah. So she prepared me to be friends with you Um, because you you. love those too. But um, yes,
0: sometimes you got to do
1: great resource. Yeah, you were great. So how much? uh, I don't know what you want to share. Well, no, I don't. I mean, I think
2: what you were saying is there's there's almost like this silent sisterhood (laughs) when it comes to fertility and and even adoption. And I I feel like there's strides being made and it's becoming more acceptable and normal Mm -hmm. to to hear about that. But but yeah, we um. We always knew we wanted kids. Um, we had even talked about adopting. We just thought that we would have kids biologically first and then adopt. Mm-hmm. And then when we went that route, it, it just didn't happen. And we did, um, you know, the, the Clomid and all that stuff. And then we tried IVF and that didn't work. And um, before we before we did like a full round of IVF, we said like, we'll try this one time. And if this doesn't work... And we're going to like close the door on this and we'll do, we'll pursue adoption. And I'm so glad we made that before we were under the influence of all the drugs, IVF drugs. (laughs) um, Because it it was so just heartbreaking when it didn't work. Um, You get your hopes up so much and you think like this is going to happen. And and it does for so many women, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but when it didn't, you know, it was like, well, what if we try another time? What if we try another, you know, what if we do something different? And it was so easy to try to just keep going mm-hmm. um and make all these um adjustments and things like that but then it was like no we said we'd do it once we we gave it our all we did everything we could and so it took probably like a year to really grieve you know at first I was like okay let's switch to adoption let's do it but then it's like wait a minute <laughs> like this yeah. is not you know we need to grieve what what wasn't and what right. didn't happen yes. and so we went through that process and then decided to adopt and that was not an easy process mm-hmm. at all. And it always frustrated with me when people would be like, well, why don't you just adopt? Just adopt. Yeah, like so It's just so like easy. Just yes. Go to the store and right. pick out mm-hmm. milk or something. Yes. <laughs> um, so, but during that process, I had um, a close friend who had adopted her children. And when I talked to her, when I called her to say like, we're thinking about going this route, she was like, she said, I will answer every question that you have. I will never leave your side throughout this whole process. I will do whatever, you know, you need me to do to be there for you as long as you will do that for the next person, Aww. because you're, you're going to have people that like come across your path after this and you, know, you have to be willing to do that. And so I said, okay, okay. Um, and she has like, she's still, she is my go-to for all things adoption. Um, but I have I've gotten to meet so many women like because of that, and people that have become friends <laughs> that I wouldn't have known and we um we got matched with Tate's birth mother on Mother's day weekend of wow. all weekends um and then he was born three months later, and he's um he's just amazing he's amazing um I don't even know what to say like all like the I'll biggest star of energy he is he is. <laughs> got oh he's so confident and brave and just wonderful he's so smart and talented and it's just yeah he's just he's perfect but the thing that I realized through that process though is we got told no so many times like it didn't happen with all the IVF treatments and all that stuff and then we got shown I know you know Becca like you get shown for these situations you put your profile out there and mm-hmm. you question like should I put this picture there or should I put mm-hmm. this picture mm-hmm. and what if, do I say this or that and and we would be told oh they, it was down to you and another couple and they went with the other couple and it was like mm-hmm. oh it was just no after no after no after no. but when we got told yes and it happened it was like oh my gosh, like we had to hear every single one of those no's in order for our yes. And had those not happened, like we wouldn't have him and he wouldn't have us and we wouldn't have his beautiful birth mother and like that relationship. And so it, it all, and I hate this phrase that everything happens for a reason, but there's so much truth to that. Like there is so much truth to that. And you can't always obviously see, see it while you're going through it, but but yeah, so um, anytime I can talk to somebody about adoption, I love doing it. Anything I can do to support them, um, because yeah, it is. It's it's a a long road, but it is so so worth it.
1: Have you I try not to cry over here I the whole know, time she's talking? Because beautiful, you fulfilled your promises to that woman mm-hmm. a million times. So, I mean, you've, uh, anyway, sorry. Pull it together. But if y'all, I don't know if y'all have heard the song um, by Tasha Layton, who will sing Mm -hmm. at church. Yes, but there's a song called "Thank You for Thank You for the No," Mm -hmm. and I remember listening to that like while we were still in the thick of everything, thinking like I cannot wait for to listen to this, and it like mean something to me. Yes. And mm-hmm. it, it is. It's like, you know, throughout mm-hmm. that entire process people just kept telling, I mean, you would even say you're like, I know you hate to hear this, <laughs> but it's going to work <laughs> out exactly the way it was supposed to work out. Yes. And now I'm like, I can't imagine anything mm-hmm. other I mean, he was right? supposed to be ours. Like exactly. it was that this is exactly. Mm-hmm. He his birth mother was supposed to be connected to us. We were supposed to have that relationship. So mm-hmm. Amen to that. You're doing yeah, so much good, boo. No. <laughs> Yeah. No, I mean, well, really, it's, it's,
2: I think being able to just talk about it, I mean, that was why yeah. I came up to you is because I'm like, I know what it's like to be waiting. And I know what it's like to be wondering, like, when is it going to happen? And how is it going to happen? And where is it going to happen? Yeah. And
1: it can be very lonely. It, it is. Cause it feels like everybody lonely. else is just, yeah. it's just so easily happening for them. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Well, so God sent I, you I, to me. Oh, um, well. <laughs> and I do believe I, I, that. Well, I would, so. I think it's a two-way street for sure. So So welcome to our love fest um, on the podcast. (laughs) Um, Okay, so moving on Um, because I don't want to just cry. People are used to my like funny little witty things and I'm like, you are human. Um, I am am a whole person. Um, So tell us about what you do professionally.
2: Yeah, so um, I work at River Valley Behavioral Health and I am the director of the regional prevention center there. So I get to work in all seven of the counties that we serve and I focus on substance misuse prevention and I do a lot of uh, mental health awareness and suicide prevention type work. Um, I get to meet with all different sectors and disciplines and do anything I can to help create healthier communities when it comes to trying to reduce substance abuse
1: yeah and you guys are wow. I mean you guys have been great partners for us at the college um mm-hmm. I know you come in several times a semester and you'll do the QEP like suicide prevention training QPR yeah oh. I'm sorry mm-hmm. that's, that's our quality <laughs> enhancement program it's so part of our accreditation anyway let's start with sorry, you. I'm sorry. QPR, <laughs> yeah. so many letters question persuade, persuade, persuade
2: and refer refer
1: yeah anyway um so it's the and that has been really helpful for us to have students, faculty, and staff with you know mental health, mm-hmm. you know being what it is on college campuses. So you get, River Valley is a great partner for Kentucky Wesleyan College. So we appreciate that. Yeah, but. well,
2: we appreciate you all having us over all the time. It's wonderful. know, yeah. Terry Petzold's doing amazing things over here. Whoever and hired her is like really smart. Oh,
0: anyway, was that you? <laughs> I didn't know that. I
2: don't know. Yeah, you are super smart. <laughs> She's great. She's great. I love working with her, and she she always gives me the most. The sweetest thank you cards. Like I was over here just a couple weeks ago <laughs> doing keep card And her notes are so thoughtful. Oh. And it's not just like a thanks for coming by and doing this. I mean, it's like three or four or five sentences. And
1: the art it is of so a touching. Thank you card yes. is completely yeah. lost. Yes, but yeah, sure. it's so when somebody like takes the time to mm-hmm. really write something out that mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just. I don't need a gift. I don't need a <laughs> gift card. I don't need no. anything, but just like a thoughtful card. So, I told her yes. I've kept all she's of them really that she's given
2: to me. <laughs> so nice. It's it's so
1: sweet. So sweet.
0: So that sounds like a very rewarding and also could be a really challenging job on a daily basis. So what's mm-hmm. some of the difficult things about what you do?
2: Well, um, I think for me, just like professionally, I've realized I can't be everywhere. For everyone mm. at the same time mm-hmm. and so I, I love what I do like I love getting to work in the communities that I do and meet the people that I do and do the work that I'm doing um, but it's really hard to like be everywhere all the time for those things mm-hmm. and so I have I have an amazing team now I'm fully staffed and the, the girls on my team are awesome I'm, I'm inspired by them and their tenacity and their their youthfulness and <laughs> and all those things um but it it is hard because there is a an epidemic going on with substances and mental health. Um, is we're not in a good place with that mm-hmm. all over the country, and so, so sometimes it does seem like, am I even like doing anything? Am I making a difference? Because I think most people get into their career thinking they're gonna do something to make a difference, and you realize like you can't save the whole entire world, and not the whole entire world wants to be saved even so. Right. I think being able to just focus like where you're at and really put your all into it and and do the best that you can is really important. So um th- I mean there yeah sure there's there's challenging days but we have such so many wonderful people in all of the 7 counties that I work in that truly want better communities for their families and their kids and for the next generation and and they're willing to to do whatever it takes to do that. Mm-hmm. So that that makes it so worth it um it, yeah it's it's really I've I've been in the field for about 15 years I never thought I'd be working in prevention like I didn't even know what that was when I was in college <laughs> like what I didn't I didn't even know that was a career but it's really fun it's really fun there's constant new ways of engaging people and learning I've been in a training this week all about meeting facilitation styles and management and things like that and it we laugh pretty much every single day. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's always there's always joy to be found um, in, in the work.
0: So, what is a typical day to day? So, it sounds like you go out into the community a lot. Do mm-hmm. people also come to see you, or is it well, you? Yeah. outreach? It's it more, outreach? we
2: do a lot more of like training and education. So, okay. it's not, we don't do direct services where okay. we're meeting like one on one, like a therapist okay. or anything yeah. like that. Understood. So, anything we can do to build the capacity of other entities. So, for example, if, some place wants to um, strengthen their, their drug abuse policy or something like okay. that, um, their workforce policy as it relates to substances. If they want to get trained in things like mental health first aid or right. QPR, we can offer that. Um, and if they want to write grants related to uh-huh. doing programming that helps um, reduce substances in their communities, we'll, we'll help them provide, we'll provide that technical assistance for them.
0: That's amazing. Okay. So that's mm-hmm. a service that I, I didn't know that you all offered and I'm really interested to hear about that
2: yeah yeah we we do a little bit of of everything like we have a drug endangered child training coming up that's going to be here at Kentucky Wesleyan's campus just to increase awareness about how anybody can intervene on behalf of a child that might be in that environment it doesn't have to be just law enforcement or DCBS like they're already overwhelmed Mm -hmm. but those those children they go to school with our kids they probably go to church with our kids. like, And so there's ways that each of us can, can step in and try to fill that gap.
0: Obviously, you have been very successful in your career. So what advice would you give to other women just starting their career, whether it's on a similar path to you or just in general?
2: I think any opportunity that you get in your career, just take it. If, if there is um, a conference that they're inviting you to be a speaker and you're like, why are they asking me? to be a speaker just go for it mm-hmm. do it if there's um, a certification that you can get or a training program or a leadership program that you can get into if there's any opportunity to connect to others that you wouldn't typically connect with do it um, I know for me I was a super introverted child growing <laughs> up uh, and and sometimes still can be but I was I never I do presentations all the time now in front of people and sometimes it's 10 people sometimes it's 75 to 100 people and I don't think twice about it now but when I was first asked to start doing those things years and years and years ago I was so intimidated and just like there's no way I could ever do this but the more experience you get the more opportunities that are given to you to just take it because you might be really surprised Mm -hmm. that you you can do it like you and you might be really good at it and you might actually enjoy it like I never thought I would enjoy doing that and Mm -hmm. I, I love it like I love being able to share information and spread ideas and, and connect with other people.
0: Good advice. I'm shocked that you're an introvert, but I can relate because I am also. But you seem made for this. I mean, you're a natural on here. So. <laughs> what? You seem great oh. for speaking.
2: Well, I'll probably be exhausted after this. Then my exactly. my introvert
0: self will you be have like, I'm get some and energy compressed. afterwards. <laughs> I understand. Yes, I totally understand.
1: Yep. Y'all wouldn't believe but it. That I'm is, actually an introvert. Are you really? I'm, slightly, I'm, really? I'm a slight I introvert. Can, honestly,
0: I can see it because, I mean. I am too. Sight. I get it. Yeah.
1: I think though, like having moved here, though,
2: I had to become extroverted.
0: Yeah. And you adapt. Because I didn't.
2: I didn't know anybody here other than yeah. my in-laws, and it, it's hard to meet people here if you didn't if you go to you are school here, here or yeah. or didn't True. go to KWC. True. Like, Definitely. it is really hard to meet it people. Is. So I had to just put myself out there, if mm-hmm. you will, and just. Yeah talk to people and
1: yeah <laughs> it felt like, kind of like are you be, be my jet. friends? Like, yeah. please be we, my friends. can we hang out <laughs> <laughs> i think that takes a lot of courage though to do yes. that and it, it took me a long time so i mean if people like yeah. you hadn't come up to me at mm-hmm. that you know I could just stick to my husband. I have no friends. He don't. He don't ever want to do anything but watch Star Trek. Oh, I never thought I'd marry somebody who likes Star Trek. Really? Like, There's a lot of judgment in that. For me, I'm sorry. Okay. okay. So, I know you know. Obviously, you're a mom, mm-hmm.
3: um,
1: and you you have a a big time job. Um, but what are your other passions? What are other things that get Brooke going? That get me going. Um. So my husband and I do.
2: Um serve on the steering committee for serve the borough, mm-hmm. um, which is an initiative, uh, out of our church. Um, and we, we love doing that. It was something that we did at our church in Louisville. It was under a different, a different name program, but same concept. And it has been so fun to, to help just lead that initiative and, and get to know people and to work with other churches in our community. We have met some amazing people that, that love being in this city and this town and really truly do want to just help other people and, and love on them and, and show them care even if you don't know them. And yeah. so it's been so neat to um, be a part of that and just to learn about other organizations here. Um, Cause we've partnered with, with different ones, um, borrowed hearts. Like I hadn't been involved with them before and got to know them and, and their leadership.
1: Foster care. Yeah. Right? So okay. they,
2: yeah, they provide, clothing and all kinds of anything that uh, a family would need that has just received a, a foster child. They can come and pick out as many clothes or get a swing or a, a mattress awesome. or yeah. toys. Um, Cause you never know like when that child is going to show up and you may not, you may not have the baby stuff and now you've got a baby in your home. So I got to work with them, um, last year. And this year, uh, the project that, that I worked on for serve the borough included, um, a lady in our community who has um, lost her vision and um, she still lives on her own. She's a widow and uh, her adult nephew helps out a lot, but she has a really large property and it's obviously really hard to keep up with. And so there were uh, about 30 of us that came and did all kinds of landscaping. And it was just, it was wonderful. Like it was just so cool. And to, to serve alongside other people, I just, I loved doing that. Like we were all there for the same reason, for the same cause and, was it was really fun
1: how many how many like for the whole serve the borough how many people participate in that
2: um we have anywhere from like 250 to 300 wow
1: yeah so this year we expanded and
2: included a few other churches and and hopefully as we go on we can we can get even more so that it's more because it's not about the church that's doing it it's just about the people wanting to do it Mm -hmm. and it really just and and it doesn't you know serve the borough is not just a one day thing you know we Mm -hmm. can serve people anywhere everywhere and it doesn't have to be some big orchestrated event right it it can show up in the form of you know raking your neighbor's leaves for them or Mm -hmm. baking Mm -hmm. something and dropping it off or sending a handwritten card (laughs) to somebody Mm -hmm. to let them know that you're you're thinking about them
1: god's love in action that's that's exactly
3: what it is yeah
1: Um, and i also know you have a little Fun talent mm,
3: that
0: you share. I'm excited sometimes. about this.
3: Oh my
2: Talk to gosh. us about so your is, singing, because oh
1: man, so I this is where my fun. introverted side
2: like nervous. Yeah, <laughs> I hate talking about it. Um, I, I love doing it. Yeah. so I, I, I did like chorus and mm-hmm. show choir and stuff when I was in middle school, yeah. high school. But I was always just like background, you know, just part of the the full ensemble. Jazz hands in the oh yeah, yeah, jazz hands all the way. Um, but then back in 2010, I think, or 11, my younger brother just, he learned how to play guitar from my dad. My dad played guitar. My dad would write songs. And so we always had music growing up in my house. It was always, the radio was always playing and records and things like that. And just... I don't he just randomly was like we we should start a band I'm like what yeah, like what I are you talking it. about and his best friend since kindergarten played drums and so uh-huh. he's like well I can play guitar and Chris can play drums and you sing and I'm like I don't sing and he's like yeah you do like I know you can sing and I'm like yeah but I don't sing in front of people <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> no, about you yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so I don't know why, like, it's so out of my character and personality, but I was like, okay, like, what are we going to do? And so he went and like got us a gig at this place and was like, well, we're, we're playing in like three weeks. I'm like, what are we going to play? And (laughs) we learned like 30 cover songs in like three weeks and started playing in Louisville. And, um, we, yeah, I mean, we used to play like two times a month like out and um we've written like we wrote some original songs too and it's so that cool. fun yeah. it's a dream job to me <laughs> it was fun um i don't know if anybody thinks they're any good but we we it, sure they it was, they do it was really <laughs> it, was, it was really fun and then my um my brother had taken a different job so he couldn't always be available. So my dad stepped in and he started playing. Excellent. Um and his his best friend like plays lead guitar and had played in bands and stuff. And so yeah, so we um we we don't do as much now since I'm here. They're all in Louisville, but we were playing for a wedding like at the Brew Bridge here in a few like next month for ah, a friend for their so wedding fun. reception and playing in Louisville in October. We just known so you before we got married. Every once in a while, yeah. we still do it. What's but, the
1: name of your band? Okay.
2: It's called Annie and the Jones. I and the Jones? It. And the Jones. Okay. And the name came from, my nephew was like five at the time, and we were trying to come up with a band name. And I, this conversation had nothing to do with that, but I was asking him, what What are you going to be for Halloween? And he was like, Annie and the Jones. I'm like, what? And he <sighs> goes, Annie and the Jones, yeah, and I was like, I'm sitting there thinking, is this, like, some new cartoon? Like, what is Annie and the Jones? (laughs) Yeah. And he was trying to say Indiana Jones. I love
0: it. That's adorable.
2: (laughs) That's a cute
1: band name. Isn't it? Yeah. So people always
2: think my name is Annie, and I'm like, no, and our last last names are Jones. (laughs) Like, nobody's Jones. My name is Annie. That's even better. I love it. But yeah, that's how we got our name. Like that we looked it up, fun. and we're like, "There's no other bands like I with that, that name." And so, so, so that Annie
1: and the Joe. Yeah.
2: So it's it's been yeah, it was really cathartic for me. Like when we were going through all of our facility stuff, because I was writing songs then, and mm-hmm. it was just a really nice outlet for having something else to focus on and and to just kind of put my feelings
0: out there a little bit.
2: Yeah. So. Yes. I like it. Yeah, it's good. It's it's been fun. All
0: right. So obviously, you have inspired. So many women, Becca being one of them. Mm-hmm. So who are some women that have inspired you along the way? Oh, There are so,
2: so many. Um, it's hard to, to make a short list for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say my mom for sure. She she was a stay-at-home mom and I loved having her home. I, I mean, I obviously didn't know any different. I didn't mm-hmm. know what it was like to have a mom that works, but she, she did work 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 right. being a mom is work. We know of exactly the home. what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> um, But she was always there. Like she helped out in the classroom and and even all the way up through high school. Like I would literally come home every single day and just talk to her about anything and everything. Um, So it was, yeah, I just, I want to be that kind of mom. I know that I'm not the best mom I can be. If I were a stay at home mom, I think I'm a better mom if I'm working mm-hmm. and I'm okay with that. I understand that. Um, and I've learned that about myself, but I was also thinking about um, Lauren Shelton and how she, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've met her um, oh, she's or wonderful. not. You've heard me talk Briefly about at her. At the
1: silent disco. Did you? Oh yeah. Girl can yeah.
2: dance. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. She can dance. She, um, I'm just so inspired by her. She works. She's raising four beautiful kids with mm-hmm. her husband. Three of them triplets. Yes. Like, I don't even know how you do that. Yeah. People survive that. Yeah. yeah she's, um, trying to raise chickens now. And she's got her uh, business. She started with her friend farmhouse handmade. And that's where I got my first, um, Jackie blue yeah, bracelet yes. was over there. They're great supporters. Yes. Um, but I just love her. She, she is just, we ran into target <laughs> to each other at target a few weeks ago and had like a therapy session with each other, like in the luggage <laughs> aisle for 30 minutes. Um, but she's, she's wonderful. Like mm-hmm. she is just I could talk to her, I can, I can text her just out of the blue. And anytime I see her, it's just, it's one of those people who are like, oh, it's so yes. good to see you, you know? <laughs> um, so she's, she's doing all kinds of things. Um, one of my other good friends, Jamie Jett, that she yeah. is, she has her own counseling practice here and she's beautiful girls and she's homeschooling too. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. Like she does, she serves on the board at Mentor Kids with my husband and mm-hmm doing all kinds of things. Uh, But I also think literally every woman that I'm friends with, I can think of something that is inspiring because they do something that is like their own Mm -hmm. that I couldn't do. Yeah. Yeah. I think about the women in our small group, like um, Elizabeth and and i She's an optometrist. I know nothing about that stuff, but like she's one of my best
0: friends. Oh, is it? Yes. Like
2: she's so sweet and wonderful. And Lauren and all the stuff that she does with accounting and numbers and our friend Amanda and all the stuff that she's doing at the extension office. Like there's just, I think every woman that's in my life, there's like something that they bring and it's so, it's wonderful. Like it's so hard to, to say like, Oh, this is my person Um, that I'm inspired by. That's it. I think everybody that. has something.
0: The, the funny thing about, so, uh, Lauren Shelton, mm-hmm. um, the other day I called her in apologies for the French I'm going to use, but I called her a graceful badass oh, because yes. that's how I see her. Like I yeah. think she is such a strong Christian woman, but mm. she can hold her own She can, and she will be. She will, you know, mm-hmm. stick up for her family mm-hmm. and love and love them, yes. you know, so fiercely. And so, yes. I just, I really like mm-hmm. that about she her. She also kick your tail. I don't oh, I hear her. On she's Instagram. strong. She always
1: posts those workouts on yes. Instagram. she's I'm strong.
0: Like, That's what I'm saying. I'm like she's five strong in the morning. And she's and she's yeah, doing she's her workouts. fiery, but she is also fiery for God. And she's, I love it. Yes.
1: she's <laughs> tiny, but I wouldn't want to meet her in an alley. You know what I'm saying? She's
0: <laughs> She's the
1: best. All right, so our last question for you, Boo Boo, what are you most proud of about yourself? I think it's that I've realized
2: that I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. Like I can get through hard things and that I'm emotionally, like mentally stronger, physically stronger than, than I maybe used to give myself credit for Mm -hmm. or thought I could. I would talk myself out of things or tell myself I couldn't do it. Um, and think of all the reasons why I couldn't. But then when faced with certain situations, I, just had to like had to figure it out and then you come on the other side of it and you realize like oh wait I just did do that like and I can I can do it and even though when you're in the the midst of it it's hard to think like how am I going to get through this or how how can I but then with each time that you do I think it just helps build your confidence Mm -hmm. so I would say that um that that is something that that I am proud of because I, I didn't always have that, mm-hmm. but as I've gotten older and now that I'm forty, Stop
3: I realize it, you are not. yes, I
2: yeah, that. I just turned forty, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I just I feel more like motivated and and ready. I don't it's it's weird mm-hmm. like how you just I don't know it's almost like a something like a switch went off. Like there's so much life to live and so much mm-hmm. good to do and so many people to meet, and it's like what is there to be scared of? Like right. this is. Like there's so many more chapters to go.
1: I feel like I'm I'm 41. Like mm-hmm. I was not sad about 40, like I was 30. I know Me that's either. a weird thing, But Me like either. I just felt like, man, I've hit my stride. Like yeah. 40s are gonna be it. Like, yeah. This, yeah, this is my time yeah i don't know it's gonna be our time together yes. yeah 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 well, i feel the same way yeah i think you're a badass too i wouldn't want to meet you now either.
0: well i I'm was gonna say that you know there's few people in your life that you just are like man they're awesome like hi i, I just think you're wonderful just meeting you here i'm thank like i you. want you to be my friend will you please oh, be my friend your friends. yeah i just no. love your confidence and you're just um authentic and you know oh, thank you you're Willingness to share your story. I really appreciate that. And it resonates with me because mm-hmm. I had difficulties having children as well and had a, you know, mm-hmm. different route. Yeah. Lots of ups and downs. But I just, I really think you're awesome and really cool chick. Cause can oh, can oh, I take you. her as a friend too? Yeah, you can have her <laughs> too. That's fine. <laughs> she's such like, like a calming presence. Oh, wonderful. And
1: she's like, Brooke, you're the type of person who makes the people around you better. I- And I, I, there's like, that's one of the best qualities I think a person can have. And she's wise. She's so wise. But she's also fun as it gets. I'm telling you. I can tell. She's, she's being very reserved in this Uh moment, but we we love a silent disco. I (laughs) want to go to the
0: silent disco next time. Yeah, Brooke Arnold is a good time.
1: And so I'm glad that we got to introduce Brooke to more people through this podcast because
0: she's, she's, it's been an
1: honor
2: for me to meet you, honestly. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm deeply honored that you would ask me I'm sitting I was listening to all the other ladies on here and I'm like oh my gosh like I'm sitting there thinking Becca why in the world did you ask me like hey well just like you said I don't run a business you do it anyway right yeah Yeah. you you do do it 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 anyways anyways. you can do hard things like a podcast you
3: you
1: don't have to have like you inspire people yes right small and big ways yeah and yeah no I get it you you, you Brooke Arnold, inspire people in really important ways. And so I want you to own that and yes. thank you. Yeah. and be proud of that about yourself. So thank yeah. you so much for coming and talking yes. to yes. us. Yes, thank you
0: so much for being here. Thank you all.
1: Brooke's longtime friend, Jessica Bowles, sent us a message about how and why Brooke inspires her.
3: So, Brooke, I was asked to share a way in which you inspire me, and Brooke, I have to say that I'm inspired by you every time I think about you. You live a life of just such grace and compassion and understanding that it truly inspires me to be a better mom, a better friend, a better wife, and I just cannot thank you enough for being that example for me. So... I can say honestly that when I went through one of the most difficult times in my life, you stood beside me and you sat with me, you cried with me, you laughed with me, you distracted me by having movie marathon day with all of our favorite snacks. And you didn't once say to me, come on, get over this. Everything's going to be okay. You just sat with me and you let me go through what was really difficult at the time. And that just showed me that sometimes you don't have to say the right things. You just have to treat people well and love them well. And so I just thank you for being that person to me that I can say, what would Brooke do Um, when I'm trying to figure out how to love people well. So, I love you and I just, yeah, I love you to pieces, girl. You're the best.